Welcome to Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. And this is Tax Insight with Jeff from Hawkins Ash. Jeff, good morning, sir. Good morning, Terry. How are you? Doing okay. Excellent. Jeff, today we're going to be talking about the tax filing deadline because that's coming up in uh, in a couple of weeks, July 15th. It is, and that's what I wanted to tell people. I just want to remind them that you know if you haven't filed your tax return as of yet, those returns are going to be due in less than a month or July 15th. So what happens if someone can't file before July 15th? Uh, is there an extension? And if so, how does that work? Yeah, so it works the way it has in the past. You know, normally we'd have to file our returns by April 15th, but of course this year COVID moved it back to July 15th. And even at that time, all returns were due as October 15th and nothing really changes. So what will happen is there will be a three-month extension that everybody gets uh, if they can't file it by July 15th, so they have it until October 15th. Just like the rules used to work, the taxes that are owed, they have to be paid by July 15th. Ah, so what if they cannot pay the tax that is owed by July 15th? So one of the things that you want to do for sure is either want to get that return filed or at least an extension, even if you can't make the payments. It'll avoid things like a late, uh, late filing penalty, and that penalty can be pretty, pretty harsh. Um, you know, I also recommend pay what you can. You know, even if you can't pay it all, pay a little bit so that it's not such a big amount later that you have to come up with. Definitely contact the IRS because they're willing to work with you. They want you to set up a payment schedule. Either you can contact them directly, which might be a little more difficult right now with COVID, but you can go to their website um, and set up a plan, which may actually be easier. This is actually going to help out because it may reduce or eliminate some of the penalties. Now, not the interest, but the penalties. Sure. In other words, make sure you're proactive. Don't wait for them to come get you. Absolutely. So what should people do or what should they look at, I guess, for 2020 uh, so they're not in a similar position? We've talked about this on prior shows, but definitely adjust your withholding or maybe even set up estimated tax payments. You know, Find a way to get those amounts paid in beforehand so it's not such a big amount that's due here at either April 15th or this year, July 15th. Sure, sure. So I know a few people uh, in the opposite position, right? They filed their return but have not yet received their refund yet. Why is that? Yeah, we've got a lot of people that have called us on that, actually. And in the past, it wasn't as big of a deal as it is now. Because what what they'll end up doing is they'll go to the IRS website and they'll check their refund status. And usually they'll say the return is still processing. And that might be, you know, you may have filed your return back in March or maybe early April, and it's still showing that status. The problem is, is that when people um, file their return, that refund, you know, is being held up for some kind of reason. And that's the reason why they haven't gotten it back as of yet. So what would hold that refund up? What would actually cause that? A lot of things. I think when I was on an IRS webinar, they said that there could be 20 different things that could hold up a return. One of the new things for this year is paper returns. So if you filed a return on paper, there may not be anybody in that processing office because of the furloughs to actually you know, put your return through. So you may have to wait for a little while for that. There might be errors. There might be matching errors. You know, sometimes the IRS, what they'll do is they'll compare your return to the W-2 that's filed by your employer. And, uh, you know, sometimes that holds up the process. 
also states are doing matching things that may hold up the process. Or it might be kind of what was happening a couple of years ago, which is just identity theft or fraud. Um, you know, mostly just abnormalities are what's holding up your re- your refund from coming. Sure. So how long might the refunds actually be held up? That's a good question because it really depends on the circumstances. Like I said earlier, normally it was only a couple weeks, but with the furloughs, it's definitely taking longer than it has in the past. At that same seminar that I was at a couple weeks ago, the IRS had mentioned that they have over 10 million pieces of mail that still need to be processed. You know, wow. there just wasn't anybody there to process them. 10 million, Terry, that's a ton. That is a big number. So, you know, someone has to go through that mail and someone has to, you know, be physically there to release a return that's being held. You know, maybe a return is being held because it got caught up in the computer system. And normally somebody would be there to just check the box and let the return go through. Well, if those people aren't there, you know, the return is still being held up. They said that, you know, whether we wanted to hear it or not, unfortunately, some of these refunds may be held up till September or October. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Jeff, uh, time is running up here on the program. For those that want to connect with you and the team at Hawkins Ash, how do they do that? I would say the best place to go is go to our website, which is HawkinsAshCPAs.com, and either go to the CPAHQ section or the COVID-19 section. Awesome, Jeff. Thank you for your time, and we'll talk to you next week. This has been Tax Insights, presented by Hawkins Ash CPAs. Learn more online at HawkinsAshCPAs.com. Hawkins Ash CPAs, part of your business, part of your life.